Hey, this is John Sally, and thanks for listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. This is Cassie Sobleton. I'm a health and wellness expert, speaker, and author of Back to Balance. You're listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Hi, this is Lisa Hickey, CEO of Good Men Media and publisher of The Good Men Project. Welcome to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Hey, it's Jason Robel, the author of Eternity, and you are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. This is Michael Patrick Peters, the creator of Dance Meditation Technique, and you are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. This is Glenn Barker from the Mankind Project Chicago. You are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Hi, this is Katie Delbaugh, author of the book Let It Out, and you are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Here are your hosts, Chris Forte and John Moises. I'm John Moises. That is Chris Forte. Live brave. And this is the Humble Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the show. Welcome, Humble Warriors. Ice, I'm doing the uh, pose, the bolt pose. The lightning Usain, bolt. Usain Insane Bolt. The fastest man on earth. Three times now. Gold medal in the 100. That guy's ridiculous, man. We, <laughs> I mean, this whole Olympics has been kind of ridiculous. I mean, we are probably seeing in our lifetime, maybe between Phelps and him. And Ledecky. Well, and Ledecky, the, I mean. It's, and, and that's some Simone Simone Biles, yeah, yes. I mean. Lot. This has been this has been a special Summer Olympics. It's been great for America. Yeah, go USA. And we're still not done. No, we're just halfway through. We don't. Yeah, no. We still got basketball, volleyball. Right. The women's soccer was disappointing. Yeah, and the tennis, the Williams sisters. Oh, you know? yeah. Well, they're but, getting but, up, I mean, they're getting up there. But I feel like the professional athletes. It's just it's not the they, same. They it's do, just not it's the not, same. Yeah, it's just not the same. It's just another championship yeah. for them. Yep. Yeah. Because they're working all year, anyways. Yeah. And they have other things right. they're competing for. I don't know. But, yeah, even with I the golf too, it just didn't seem. No, I mean you see Justin uh, Rose who won it, but you would have seen a lot more bigger celebration if he's winning any of those majors. Right. But yeah. anyway, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, it's entertaining. Yep. Um. So, on this week's episode, we've got a special guest. We do. Name Denley Folk, mm-hmm. I believe. Yep. So he's a founder of Sun Warrior Health Products. Yep, the uh, the Sun right. Warrior Protein. How so, the heck did you meet this right. guy? So like, you, how does this every happen? Week, right, these, right. folks. Just so you know, right. this stuff isn't planned usually. Right. Sometimes it's planned ahead of time, but most of the time, I get an email three days before. Hey, we're interviewing this guy. Right. I'm like, I have no idea who the guy is, where he came from, how you met him. So let's. Let's give everyone a little insight on how these things actually happen. Right. So I'm glad you mentioned that. So with a lot of these interviews on the podcast, they are kind of like, I mean, you would say maybe like last minute or to John's point, they come within maybe the last three days. So the way we've kind of structured this is if we find someone that comes into that kind of fits into what we're doing here on the podcast, we'll, we'll do an interview. And if not, we'll talk about a certain topic. And we've been kind of like, oh, we've been a little lonely. There's the mail. So uh, is she done? Okay, no, she's, she's done. Oh, somebody. no. Wait, is more mail coming through? All it's right. All right. <laughs> so, so you and I have not had really our time to even talk because we've had all these guests, which are great. So, so let me tell you how this happened. So Denley, how Denley happened. So I was out at the Bo Eason Mastermind Conference, and I want to shout out to all my, uh, 
all my brothers and sisters at the Bo Eason Mastermind. That's just another great community I'm part of. And a lot of entrepreneurs uh, and everybody from Walks of Life just working on themselves and bringing their story out to the world. And I would like to, again, thank Bo and Dawn for inviting us all to their house at dinner. So that's how this happened. So I am sitting around with a couple guys. Shout out to my brother, Tim and Jason. And we're just talking. This is great. Uh, when you're meeting guys from all over the country, uh, Tim's from California, Jason's from Utah. And we're talking about our podcast. And we're talking about spiritual fitness and Jason brings up and his Jason introduce, introduces me to his wife, who I believe is her uncle is Denley Falk, owner of Sun Warrior and how it came up and Sun Warrior is out based out in Utah. Jason lives in Utah. I said, oh, we just interviewed our good old friend, DJ Townsell. <laughs> Remember DJ, right, John? Yeah. You know, the, the football player, yeah, Yogi. Yeah, yeah. And he mentioned to us he was going out to Utah to do a retreat and meet Sun Warrior. So he mentioned Sun oh, Warrior. Oh, that's a, right. Yes. That's right. He so, said this is a non-paid commercial. Right, a non-paid commercial. I'm visiting Sun Warrior. So I just mentioned that to Jason. Oh, we just had this because they both listened to, uh, he listened to the podcast with the athlete. And I said, and he's from Utah. I said, oh, our friend DJ is going out there and he's meeting with Sun Warrior. Jason goes, oh my God. We, my wife is the niece of the guy who founded Sun Warrior. And he goes on to say he's a real spiritual guy. <laughs> so I said, okay, let, let's try and get him on the podcast. All right. And Jason did a three-way call, and I've talked with Denley, and, you know, he's excited to come share his story with us. So that's how, and guys, that's how the universe works. You know, I've, I've you know, we've talked about this in the previous shows, and then I'm just kind of, for my own self, I've just constant beta test. We're just letting that happen. And this is just another evidence that people just come into your life. Sometimes it just happens. It just happens. All right. And you can dismiss it or not. So I took the opportunity and followed up and we're interviewing Denley today. Wow. So if you're listening to this podcast and you just accidentally ran into it, kudos to you. However, if you are listening and you haven't yet please subscribe to the Humble Warrior Podcast on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at The Warrior Pod and like the Humble Warrior Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That way you can have the universe online for you. Yes, I like that. On one of these topics. I like that. And I like that because we're, you know, we're, um, we're getting, you know, I feel like we're, we're, we're slowly connecting to our audience out there a little bit. I feel, I mean, I mean, I feel like, you know, it, it's, I don't know. I think what we're doing is we're enjoying it and people are the people that we know that listen to it, enjoy it. So, and we love any feedback. So if anybody wants to give any feedback, John, what, what, what could they do? What they Put it on Facebook, man. Yeah. Our go Facebook to, go page. To, go to the Chris Forte Facebook page or the Humble Warrior Podcast Facebook page and yeah. just give a shout out or something. Yeah. We'll shout out back. Yeah. Shout outs. Well, We'll sh- like my like my kids like to sing all the time. We'll shout out and dance with you. So in a couple seconds, minutes, Denley will. Be and by the way, line. actually, actually, <laughs> guys, anybody's listening, especially for maybe people that have listened for more than a couple episodes, we're gonna do something right now out of the blue. So we've yeah, had a, we've get had, ready. Yep, Just, we've <laughs> had a couple yoga instructors, and we're really working to get John into the yoga studio. So, John, what can we, how do we get John in the yoga studio? You, I, I've been trying to push you, but if our listeners push you, will you go with me? 
If we if we get if we just if I get you know what if we just one just one it's got to be three. All right, three. If what three if listeners say on our Facebook page, Humble Warrior Podcast page, Humble yeah. Warrior Podcast yes. page, John, you should go to yoga. You'll go. No, hands I'll go down. that week. Perfect. See, <laughs> we are one. We need to do this. Just three, please. Just three. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're in a family well, of one, get your brother, get your sister. <laughs> well, you used we to be a gambling three. man, right, so uh, right. I don't know that. I wouldn't lay odds on this one. <laughs> All right, so in okay. a few minutes, uh, Denley will be calling in, and we will start that interview, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back, guys. And we're back on the Humble Warrior Podcast with our special guest, Denley Falk, who is the founder of Sun Warrior Health Products. Denley received his call to action when he became the father of twin girls who were just beginning their lives with life-threatening conditions. Denley and his wife, Jan, embarked on a quest to save their children. So we're going to be talking to... Denley and hear more about his story. Welcome to the Humble Warrior Podcast, Denley. Hello, Denley. Hello. Hello there. Thank you for having me. I'm excited about being on your podcast here. Yeah, and Denley, we were just telling the audience how this came about. It's, you know, we live in a big world, but it's actually so small. And uh, so I was just out in uh, California uh, at a mastermind event with. with Jason, with obviously you know, and Jason, mm-hmm. Jason, and myself, and Tim. Tim was a professional baseball player. Us three are just sitting, you know, talking, and we're talking about this idea of spiritual fitness, what we promote kind of here on our podcast. And we mentioned that we just had a NFL athlete, uh, DJ Townsell, uh, on our show, uh, who is a, a NFL athlete who now does yoga. And we talked to DJ about his spiritual fitness and what's important to him, not only from as far as, you know, physical, but, but spiritual and how eating and healthy is such good foods. And I mentioned to Jason that, uh, you know, Denley's going to be in your neck of the woods and I think he's going to be visit Sun Warrior. And, you know, if you have the opportunity, you, you can meet him. And he goes, Sun Warrior. <laughs> and then that's how this whole introduction happened. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he mentioned you and, and your background and you, you having, um, you know, some spiritual fitness practices. And I, you know, I said, it's great. And Jason was so kind enough to, you know, connect us. And, and now here we are and you're on the show. That's how, how the universe works, I guess, sometimes. It is. Yeah. It's, uh, there's no, uh, no mistakes, I guess. There's, uh, you know, uh, Something uh, bigger and uh, higher than we are uh, is in control of this. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And kind of when you, at least what I'm finding through my experience is kind of when you just kind of let go and kind of let let God or let universe or whatever your belief system is, is just kind of let go and just kind of go for the ride. You know, it's scary, but it tends to be easier and it kind of tends to work in your favor if you can just let go. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I guess it's the word is faith. Yes. Having faith. Yes. Yeah. Well yep. said. So, Denley, um, tell us how how you got started. How the whole the the story of Sun Warrior and how that got started. Would you like to know about Sun Warrior? Would you like to know know uh, why I got on this quest? You you mentioned it briefly. What's your what's your thoughts there? What would you like to know? I, let, let's get to know you and why you got on this quest. Okay. All right. Um, it, uh, it all began when I was a young kid. I uh, uh, grew up in northern Utah, and uh, my folks had a fruit stand and a little tiny market on the highway. 
and uh, it it thrived, did well. It grew, grew into a, a, a store, but mainly sold fruits and vegetables. And so uh, I, lo- I learned the produce business, loved the produce business. But he, then he started selling other things, you know, and uh, you heard the saying, you are what you eat. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so back then when I was a kid, I, I became and turned into a Twinkie. <laughs> and a Coke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it brings back the days yeah. of the Twinkies. Oh, they were so yeah. good. <laughs> yes. A Twinkie Coke and a puff of smoke. That's what I became. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, by the time I was, became a teenager, I was not a well boy. Okay. I was sick oh, so much and uh, developed asthma, developed bron- I had bronchitis, pneumonia, all, all those things, in and out of the hospital and uh um, uh, so, you know, I, I would did some very stupid things. And, uh, my mother, this is back in the sixties, she read a book by a lady named Ann Wigmore. I don't know if you've heard of Ann Wigmore, Mm-mm. but she's the lady that came up with the brilliant idea of wheatgrass juice. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, my mother started growing wheatgrass out behind the house and, uh, they didn't have wheatgrass juicers back then. So she grew the wheatgrass and cut it off and run it through a hand meat grinder. And then she squirrels the juice out. And uh, and she made me drink it. I couldn't yeah. believe she made me drink that stuff. <laughs> it was just like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? And uh, anyway, something happened to me that day when I drank that stuff. You know, I learned, looking back on it, I, I know what happened, but I didn't then. I I became almost like a a natural euphoric high when I drank that stuff because I was so depleted and so sick uh, that when I had something that nutritionally strong in my body, I just it made me dizzy. I just like, wow. It's like, I can't believe it. Anyway, my lungs felt better. So I link, linked uh, what I put in my mouth had something to do with how I felt. Mm-hmm. And um, and there's a lot of people walking the streets today that never do ever put that together. What we put in our mouths has something to do with how we feel, how we think, how we it's it uh, it's uh, it's huge what we put in our mouth. So anyway, um, so nowadays you know I uh, uh, grew up. I finally made it through that stage of my life. Got married, started having kids. And uh, had a boy and a girl, and then then our education began began when we had twin daughters, um, and uh, so right off the bat they were sick. My my girls they had uh, constant every day, every hour diarrhea all the time. Oh. Yeah, it was crazy. And uh, then they and they were throwing up uh, all the time too. They threw up. They couldn't keep anything down. They just it was just nuts what going on with those girls. And and then icing on the cake is they had respiratory infection a lot. So like every month, those, these teeny little babies would get the croup and, and uh, like pneumonia type of stuff and bronchitis. And, uh, of course, you can't mess around with, you know, when you have a little baby, right. you have to get them to the doctor. And uh, we'd get them on prescription, and, and uh, like a month later, they'd be sick again. And this became a pattern about every month. And uh, But after a while, the time between doctor visits got just a little shorter. 
uh, like every three weeks, we'd have to have him back to the doctor. Every two weeks, and then it got down to every other week. It was just like the short, just got less and less and less. And it, and it ended up to be, we got to the point where they had to be on medication all the time. They were had to be on antibiotics or, they, or they'd be sick. And I'm thinking, this is crazy. It, this doesn't, they're not getting better. They're getting worse. This thing isn't working. Something's wrong. I wonder if there's something wrong with my girls. So we just, you know, so uh, we thought we'd be, you know, the, kind of the light finally turned on. We said, we better have these girls checked and see what's going on here. We don't know. You know, I haven't got a clue what the deal is. And so my wife takes them to this um, pediatrician, a specialist up in Utah County, and he uh, runs some tests and he goes, wow, your girls have cystic fibrosis. Wow. Okay. And yeah, it was heavy uh, for us because my sister had a baby a few years prior to this that died of cystic fibrosis. And so we instantly became scared. Right. And uh, didn't know what to do. And my wife says, what shall we do to the doctor? And what's the prognosis? And he says, well, uh, they, you know, they probably won't live to be, you know, much past the teenage years, late teens. That's what they they usually live that long, so they won't be having families or getting married, all that kind of stuff. They need they need to live in a bubble, and uh, the first thing we need to do is get these babies on stronger, higher, stronger doses of medication. Right. And we need you to take about the University of Utah Medical Center a couple of times a week at least, pattern them, put uh, other drugs into them, and pig pancreas powders and Anyway, uh, when my wife told me that, I'm going, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Mm. These girls are not getting better. They're getting worse. And now they they want us to put our girls on more of this. You know, uh, Einstein has a saying, the definition of insanity is what? Doing the same thing over right. again and expecting, yeah, different right. results. So it was almost like, do they think we're stupid or what? You know, the, you know, I wasn't, you know, as a young, dumb kid, didn't know much about Einstein, but I'm telling you what, that did not set well with me. I, I thought it was ridiculous. And so we didn't know what to do. We just did not know what to do. And uh, so I got, uh, long story short, I got acquainted with this older guy that I was in the produce business at a grocery store by then. And I met him He uh, at the store. He did floors at night. And anyway, he... Uh, he said, what are you guys doing tomorrow night? And I said, I don't know. You tell me. And so he says, well, I have someone I want you to meet. And he uh, picked us up, took us up to a uh, bountiful Utah and introduced us to a lady, and her name was Loa Call. Loa. And she sat us down and looked at us and looked at her girls, and, and she said two things that was pretty life-changing. Uh, the first thing she said is, kids, if you will do what I tell you to do, I'll make you a promise. You'll never have your babies back to the doctor or the hospital ever again. I'm going like ever because, you know, we've been going to the doctors for a long time now. And our doctor bills we were up to our ears in doctor bills. And, uh, you know, that was a pretty big, big statement there. And uh, the other thing that she said, she says, don't you know, your answer lies in nature. That's your answer right there. And I went, oh, my gosh. You know, that took me right back to my wheatgrass juice days. Yeah. And I put the link together, and it's, my gosh, you know, something inside. You talked about spirituality. Something inside went burning inside my, uh, you know, I'm going, wow, this, 
this is our answer. You know, we're, you know, there's a glimmer of hope now. So anyway, she did. She sent us home, uh, and we unpacked our fridge, our freezer, our cupboards. We took, threw away all of our, you know, uh, in, uh, white sugar, white flour, preservatives. We had to read the labels. No, uh, no red colorings, white colorings, yellow coloring. <laughs> And uh, no, no, you know, she basically put us on a raw food diet, okay. vegan diet. Okay. This is back in the 70s. Wow. And uh, so, you know, you know, instantly we did become the neighborhood weirdos. Right. Right. I mean, right. Really, right. If, you can, if you can relate with me yes. here, you know. You know, our, you know, family, uh, get togethers. We were nuts. You know, our church get togethers. We were absolutely nuts. The neighborhood, you know, they, a lot of whispering going beyond, beyond our right. back. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, anyway, we learned some things about it. We, we do, we do lectures and stuff like that. We learned some things to do. And, uh, basically, uh, it took a long time, you guys, uh, for the diary to finally quit. And it took us um, uh, longer for the diarrhea, not so long for the throwing up. But one thing after another, things started improving. And, uh, you know, first thing we did is, you know, we we went shopping at the grocery store and we couldn't find anything to eat. You know, you shop, you know, my wife was in the grocery store for two hours and with uh, a cart full of crying, bawling kids, you know, looking for something to eat because uh, we just changed our diet. And uh, all we had was produce, and so you know, Jan took the stuff home and prepared the meal. And and have you ever tried to get a little kid to eat something they don't want to? <laughs> yeah, I just tried last night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so uh, they did not want anything to do with it. None of my kids. And so you know, I get on the phone and I say, Hey, Loa, uh, they don't like this. They don't. They don't want anything to do with that. What else you got? What else can we do here? And she goes. Well, uh, who's the parent and who's the child here? Right, right, I'm going, right, right. Oh, so uh, so uh, you want me to whip these little snots? <laughs> I'll whip them. <laughs> she goes, no, you don't have to beat your kids to make them eat. Right. You just, <laughs> she said, you just uh, you fix them what you want them to have for breakfast, and if they're not hungry enough to eat it for breakfast, guess what they get for lunch? Right. I go, oh, okay, okay. but. But, 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 what if they don't want it for lunch? She goes, well, dinner's a dead ringer. <laughs> so by the end of the day, you're going to be, uh, things are going to change for those girls. And it worked. It worked. Yeah, it did. Wow. So, so this was like 38 years ago or so. Anyway, the girls are 39 now. Wow. And one of them has seven kids. <laughs> wow. And the other, one the other one has eight kids. So there's 15 grandkids of mine that that I would have got cheated out had I gone the way of the world, you know, the doctor way. So uh, anyway, it was like uh, quite a blessing to us in our lives. And, uh, you know, when you're going through it, we're going, oh, my gosh, what a curse. This is terrible. You know, I mean, uh, what we have to deal with, you know, we, you know, you just don't realize when you're going through stuff that uh, how, you know, what. It was a blessing in disguise because basically it put put our feet on a different path in life. You know, it, right. we learned some things. We woke up to the truth that our answer does lie in nature. There's where our answer lies, you know, right there. And so anyway, it's ended up to be good, good thing for us. We learned a lot. Wow. 
I, you know, so I can. My my children are only two and four, so I'm not that far removed from when they were babies, and I can only imagine as a parent. You know, first you had twins, so there's there's stress right there because you're taking care of two children at the same time, and then they have these health challenges and these health problems. The stress and the worry and the concern. I, you know, yeah. I what I find amazing is that you can your intuition told you that when you after you've you got these the kids checked out that the medicine way just didn't sit right with you and i think that that was an important part of that whole story i think because a lot of people i know when i and my children we're just kind of we go along with what the doctors say what they say is like oh okay i i'm not i'm not a doctor so i don't know what to do so your intuition was so strong that it led you a different on a different path yeah yeah well that's a good observation, and not a lot of people put that together. But uh, I call it more than int- intuition. It was the spirit, you know. Yeah. I, you know, it was the spirit, and uh, um, you know, c- certain things feel good inside, and uh, we do get guidance from time to time. And uh, that was one time that uh, I got it. I really did. Wow. And Denley, this is Chris speaking, and I. You know, again, we cannot stress to all our listeners, we've had so many people on the show where they said by just changing their, the way they eat and what they put in has basically changed our life. And we've never had anyone on the show, which kind of just hits home with me having three daughters of my own, but how this has worked for two little girls all the way up now till they're, you know, their late thirties. So it just shows the power of nature and power and the power of putting the right foods in. And what I also found fascinating, uh, when you mentioned the wheatgrass, which is back in the seventies, I mean, geez, no one heard about a wheatgrass until, I mean, mainstream until, you know, maybe the last 10 years. But you know, one thing we, one thing we've stressed on the show, we actually did a YouTube with this with my friend, Michael Severance to try it raw is the, uh, the importance of the shot of wheatgrass. And, you know, we have here a shot of wheatgrass every day. Uh, and my three, awesome. yeah, my three girls, you know, slowly we're working on them. They're 16, 14, 12, but they look forward to that shot of wheatgrass. And I think it's what you said that I would, that I've not been able eloquently to just to communicate that put like a charge in you when you first did it. It's hard to explain when you start eating this way, how you feel like it's almost like even like above and beyond good. And like, I'm glad you mentioned, I want to kind of go into like spirit and spirituality, but it feels like, like, like you're more in line with where, you know, God or universe or where, whatever one's terminology wants to use, but you feel like you're just more aligned with that type of way of life. Is that, am I making sense there by any chance? Absolutely. You know, uh, you know, uh, I think the way I kind of look at it is our body, our bodies are temples. Yes. By the way, they're temples. And uh, there, there's some words out there, uh, you know, scripture, if you call it or whatever you, uh, or, or ancient sayings that uh, you cleanse the body and uh, you cleanse the body and, or the temple uh, and the spirit will, you know, you have a lot more spiritual connection. You become like a tuning fork or, or like a, an antenna. If you have a clean uh, vessel, uh, if you clean, cleanse the temple, 
then God shall dwell, you know, and so we are temples, and so we can be a lot more receptive to uh, to, to directions and to, uh, you know, inspiration if our body is cleansed, and so our temple, and uh, I think it's, you know, it's kind of the way I look at it. Mm. Wow, that's great, and I know it's Sun Warrior, um, Create a fantastic company. You've got a lot of athletes and and uh, yogis. I mean, people from all walks of life. Um, even if, uh, in fact, our good friend Jason Warbell, uh, you guys are associated with. And you know, for you know, for you know, some of the listeners on the show that thinking when they think vegan or raw or vegetarian, you know, the one the number one thing that usually comes up, at least from when I have the conversations, is where do you get the protein? And so for you being in this business and, and eating this way for so long, and I know you're an athlete yourself, you know, how, how can you, number one, expand on what you mean by unacceptable proteins and where can one in, in your type of lifestyle get that protein of the, of the athlete that's working hard or, or feel like, I, or just, or just a person that not necessarily an athlete, but just is maybe concerned, where do I get the protein? How can, how would you be able to answer that? Um, you know, uh, I've learned a lot about protein in the last few years. I know that there is a difference in, in, uh, different kind of proteins. Um, uh, I feel like that protein from animals, a lot of people, uh, live on that. Um, and you know, for generations in the past, they have lived on, you know, animal proteins. Um, but for me personally, I look at my body personally, I have I had myself, when we had health problems with our girls, I had some diagnosis from uh, some naturopaths that I had uh, the big C word in my, in my body. And, uh, and I was told to get off right away from animal proteins. And if I, if I wanted to keep on this, stay here on this planet. And so I quit it. I quit eating meat. Uh, and way of to me is uh, there's toxins and poisons uh, uh, the undigested proteins uh, are another you know it's what can cause cancer and so uh, we want protein that is digestible something that breaks down easy we have to have protein uh, because uh, you know our organs our, our glands need it our hormones our enzymes we make protein is very vital it's just what kind of protein uh, we put in our body, and so I choose to have a clean burning, more of an alkaline, more of an alkalizing protein. Uh, I know proteins are amino acids, which is acid, right? But uh, uh, the animal-based proteins are so much more acidic, and uh, in my opinion, and harder to digest. And then the toxic side effects—you uh, know, eating a piece of meat—it can stay in your body for quite some time, depending on your digestive system which uh, spreads poison, can spread poison throughout your, your system. And uh, again, uh, the, the root of most diseases are poisons and toxins that are built up into the system, in the body. And so uh, eating all of these uh, animal-based foods, uh, high acid, high toxins. And so I think people are just looking for trouble. You know, if you maybe... Uh, Maybe certain times of the year when it's cold or something like that, if somebody has a piece of meat or uh, to, you know, 
okay. It's probably not as bad if you, if you have to, but I think a person's just much more healthy. There's a lot of science and a lot of studies out there that prove it that people are so much healthier on a on a vegan diet and uh, and we don't have to have a ton of protein. Some of these people and some of these athletes, uh, they're they're taking a lot of protein. Some of them like 300 grams a day and stuff. And uh, it's pretty well uh, proven, or science says that you know 50 to 60 grams of protein is adequate. Mm-hmm. for your body and maybe if you're a bodybuilder maybe you can have some more you know and and still you know uh keep your health but but over overdoing the protein thing is i don't think it's good and if, you know it's, it's not good for us you know science is coming out with that then and so um keeping a clean burning uh protein that's more alkalizing is you know it only makes sense and it's only wise um you know, it's it's not wise. Let's just put it that way. It's not wise to overdo anything. Mm-hmm. And protein is one thing that's you know that's really not wise. It can, you know, all that acid really, uh, you know, it can eat your bones up. But, you know, it it can do a lot of things. And so it's toxins and everything. Uh, anyway, it just I don't think it's prudent. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that we've kind of mentioned on the show, um, as far as maybe like a daily, you know, to get in the habit of like your daily meal plan, uh, you know, after, you know, doing a shot of wheatgrass, you know, we also suggest having a smoothie. And then that's where you could put like a scoop of your Sun Warrior protein in, right? I mean, and, and you know, I think, you know, I don't have uh, your, your uh, bottle in front of me, um, but I think you get, like, what, anywhere from 25 to 30 grams per scoop, something like that, or 20, 20, 30? Yeah, we get close to 20, depending okay. on which which one you get. Uh-huh. And so, uh, like, for me, I will start my day off when I'm going to do my, you know, go to the gym or go do my workout. I'll I'll drink uh, uh, half of, you know, I'll put a scoop in a shaker bottle with water because yeah. I'll keep the calories down, but I want... I want the protein, so I will drink half of it uh, you know, uh, just before I work out, and then I'll go work out and then come out to my car, drink the other half, and go hit the cardio for another 30 minutes. And um, and then when I'm done with that, then I go home and have a nice big fat fruit meal. I mean, I eat all the fruit I can. Uh, then I let that digest, and then I take our meal replacement. We have a new meal replacement out that has 20 grams of protein. Okay. And so I'm getting at least a couple of scoops a day of, of our protein. And uh, so, you know, that's about 40, 40 grams a day there. And uh, then by the time you have some nuts and seeds and sprouted grains or sprouted nuts, uh, fermented nuts that I do. And anyway, Probably, you know, averaging 50, 60, 70 grams of protein a day because uh, I'm, I'm pretty active. Hmm. But if you're sedentary, I don't think you need as much protein. But uh, anyway, uh, we have people in our office that have lost, you know, we have a, had a contest in our office uh, between like uh, 15, I think we had about 15 contestants, maybe 20. And they lost between them all <clears throat> five or 600 pounds. And some of them were taking like four scoops of protein a day. Wow! You know, so that's what. Yeah, but but uh, they it'll make you lose weight if you want to lose weight. You know, protein, low carb, 
type of thing will. But I think long time, long term, you don't want to overdo the protein thing. That's my that's my opinion. But. Got it. Got it. Um, well, I know as you mentioned, and I know just know from Jason, you're a very, you're a very spiritual man. And in, in your words, how would you define spirituality? Um. Oh, that's a good question. Um, one thing I think is just by making a connection, uh, and and trusting. You know, I, I'm not afraid to say God. Right. I don't care what people, you know, right. I, I have faith in Christ uh, and I, I have a relationship with him and I trust that he's going to take care of me and he's looking out for me. And so um, it's having faith and uh, trying to remember who I am uh, every day. <laughs> you know, yes. It's a challenge. You know, it's a challenge. I, I get, you know, I get off on the wrong track all the time and uh but you know we're here. We're we're just people, and we're trying to do the best we can. Mm-hmm. And uh, as long as we're trying and we're on the path and, and trying, uh, try to try to hurt no man. Try to do good to everybody, and uh, treat everybody like you'd want to be treated. Be honest, fair, all those things. I think it's part of it, don't you? Yes. I don't know. What, yeah. No. No. You, you you actually hit it right on. I think that that's why I asked the question. Is sometimes when we hear the word spirituality, we think we need to give this maybe like long definition, or it can be very confusing. And kind of one of the missions we're having here is to really simplify what spirituality is. And I think you nailed it, meaning that it's really you. It's really me. It's really like who you are and that connection to whatever works for you. So what works for you. Denley is God and Jesus Christ. And, you know, and I think it starts there. And, and, you know, we, and that's, it starts with that connection. And, you know, we're in a place where, you know, we've got religion, we've got spirituality, but where we talk, if we just stick with the spirituality is where do you feel you're much, where where do you feel that connection? Because some could be, you know, there's, and because there's all different ways to go, but where do you feel that connection that's much bigger than yourself? That's this whole universe, this whole planet. It could be with God. It could be with universe. It could be or, or, or something else. But it's, I think it starts there. And then to break it down, why we did spiritual fitness to kind of just break it down, which I want to talk to you about, is we have body, mind, and spirit. And I think what you said, and I'm working on this, and I believe every man and woman is working on this. We want to be the best individual that we can. And, you know, we have our own path and yes, we do stay off the path, but if we have spiritual fitness practices in place that are good for the body, that are good for the mind, that keeps us going down that path, even though, you know, there may be circumstances or, you know, everybody has issues or problems, but if we're doing daily practices, it, we're able to handle it, you know, and we're able to handle a little bit better because, we keep, we keep at the path, which, you know, at first I would say it started as a discipline, then it started as a commitment, but then it started as like a devotion. Like, and so I, you and I on the same page as God and same thing. I always say Jesus Christ is my mentor. I always want to be like him, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I think it starts with when you break it down simple, if we start with the body, right, let's put the right mm-hmm. foods in our body. I mean, yeah. we, can, we can all do that. We can all agree to do that. And I think that to your point, 
that's kind of where it starts. I think that's why when you hear people talk spirituality, it's body, mind, and spirit. It's kind of almost in that order. You know, it happened to you as a young boy. You know, you started feeling better. You got some good stuff. And you said, wow, there's, there's something much more bigger to this. And so spiritual yeah. fitness, how we've defined it here. And then I want to hear maybe your spiritual fitness practice. I just kind of just share kind of like my example of a spiritual fitness practice that's worked for me is, okay. is, you know, I, I, I do meditation in the morning. I also do, I also do the rosary and that rosary is a time of prayer and my connection to God. Then mm-hmm. I like to do yoga for an hour a day. And then from there, it's continually put, you know, the good meals and food in our bodies, you know, throughout, just throughout the day. And to be conscious of, 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 to live a life of non-judging people, to be kind, you know, and we work at it every day. But as long as you put that commitment to do that, we're trying. And then there's, you know, throughout, throughout the day, I like to, you know, usually at the end of the night is read something inspirational, 20 minutes, whatever it may be. Mm. And it's usually a spiritual or personal development book or an inspiring biography of someone who came over obstacles, which tends to usually be maybe someone in athletics or, or anything, or just a, you know, it could be in, you know, president of the United States or, or what have you, but just something that's very inspirational because we're putting, you know, that positive stuff in our heads. And so, you know, each yeah. and every day, it's just having those little things, but they're actually big things over time because it com- you know, commits it to your path. So I'd like to know outside of, you know, just eating well, you mentioned kind of your exercise. What, what to you would be your spiritual fitness, like say your, your daily spiritual fitness practice, if you had to kind of just break it down, what's important okay. to you in Nobody's that Nobody's ever asked, that's kind of cool. Uh, nobody's ever asked me this, but I'll tell you what I do is uh, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is I go into prayer. Mm-hmm. I do. I get on my knees, and I thank the good Lord for everything I have. And then uh, after I'm done with that, then I'll sit for, ideally, t- at least 20 minutes, just just sit there in the dark and, um, you know, let things come into my mind, just kind of a meditation, meditative state. And... Uh, and let's see. And then throughout the day, I uh, at night I'm I do listen to some scripture, and of course I, I we do our prayers or our, with our family. And uh, then once a week, I uh, like to like on Sunday. I like to not eat. I don't usually eat on Sunday. And so yeah. here we live in the desert here, and so I go out into the desert, hungry and thirsty. And uh, just go be by myself for a couple hours, up hour and a half, two hours, uh, and uh, go into the mountains. And uh, that's my time. It's my time with my maker, and uh, that's kind of a cherished time for me. And uh, um, anyway, I try to be a good boy. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I do go. I do go to church <laughs> because it makes me want to be a better boy. Right. So that's. That's what I do. You know, I, I need that uplifting. I need that uh, shot for the week to try to keep me on course because I can vent. I can wander. I'm telling you, yeah. you know, I'm just a man. So right. anyway, that's that's what I do. And, and that's great. And I want to come back. I'm going to come back to a few of these items here. But And then I know you're a physically fit guy. What do you do from the physical side? Uh, I do. I go into the gym. I, I, uh, 
I lift weights because I'm a slender boy, okay. and so I like to uh, put a little meat on my bones. <laughs> okay. So I lift weights. <laughs> wow. Great, great. And so I think that's really cool because I've heard, um, I mean, there are studies done that's also show scientific studies that fasting is actually very good for you, you know, if you can. It is. If, you know, to cleanse, I, I believe it. To cleanse out the system. Yeah, it, yeah it's uh, when the body is, uh, when there's no food in there, then, then the spirit takes over. Yeah. And you you gain you gain control over your uh, you gain control over your it's self control mm. when you uh, you're the master and the body's not you you master the body you take over your spirit takes over and it strengthens you on the, your spirit becomes stronger when you when you take charge and uh, it, there's a strength there that you, that's gained discipline you gain your discipline over yourself if you master yourself you've mastered you can master anything. Mm-hmm. And and it, it, that's what this does for me is it I, you know lets me take over. I like to go uh, on a cleanse once or twice a year. And I'm due. I'm overdue for a good cleanse. It might be like watermelon juice here in a month. Just drink watermelon juice for a week, and uh, you know uh, cleanse the cleanse the inner vessels. And uh, you know it's good to go hungry too. It's it it is it's, it is good. It's uh, it sharpens yourself. It, you know, self-discipline muscle, it strengthens that muscle, mm. mastery over self. I like, you can't say enough about uh, fasting. It, you know, it's uh, like, it helps you live longer. Intermittent fasting, you know, you've probably studied that subject. And uh, it's if you want to live a long time, uh, cut back on the food. And mm. intermittent fasting is pretty cool, pretty amazing. Wow. And in that watermelon juice, so when you do the watermelon juice, you don't eat, is that like a, a five or seven day fast? You don't eat anything else, but let's say water and watermelon juice. Is that it? Yeah. Uh-huh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, depending on, uh, depending on my health and how much I need to cleanse, uh, my wife has a, she does kinesiology type of stuff. And so okay. sometimes, sometimes it's five days, sometimes it's seven days. And, and we just juice watermelon and drink pure water, uh, you know, on the half hour, and if I get hungry or whatever, I'll just drink another swig of watermelon juice, and you know I can go through maybe a gallon of watermelon juice a day. And you juice the watermelon and the rind all together. I go, I try to get either local grown watermelon or organic, and you you just juice it all together. And uh, so you're getting the minerals and the, all of the good stuff out of the rind too, because that's a lot of nutrition there. So sometimes I'll go on a master cleanse. That's a lemon juice thing. And uh, just you know, different things depending on the time of year. Mm-hmm. Apples is another. You know, you can go on an apple juice cleanse or or just water. Mm. I've done some water fasts, and uh, that'll that'll bring you to your knees. I'll tell mm. you. Oh, sure, it will. Yeah. You, you yeah. Know, and and then one thing I want to come back to, and you mentioned because I think it's important. We haven't talked about it on the show that much, but I think the main thing. All I could say is just talking from my perspective and now hearing from you. I think the main thing that is continue to help me try to be that good boy, right? And continue mm-hmm. to grow is, is spiritually uh, is making my relationship with God a priority and making God my best friend. And it's it's great to hear. Like yeah, and it's great to hear that because this is what, you know, if we there's one thing we can do for the listeners, this, this is our own decision, you know, and I, this is the first time I heard a man going out, you know, fasting for the day and going out to the, you know, the wilderness to be with his maker. And 
you know, that, that shows that that is what's been working for you. That has been your priority. It's once a week and you're doing that. And, you know, mine has just been doing the rosaries every day that, you know, which can take anywhere from 20 minutes to 60 minutes, but it's that time Mm -hmm. of developing that relationship. And it's gotta be that, you know, for myself to be that, that boy, that, that, that good man. And we all go off the path is to make that a priority. Yeah, it really is very, very important. Uh, uh, you know, as you're talking, uh, it, it makes me reflect on uh, this nation of ours. Um, you know, I know I may be getting off on on. Uh, oh no, we like this. Tangent. Go, go, just go. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I have uh, some ancient writings that talks about that this land that we live on. We all share this this country. And it's not an ordinary country. It's a it's a promised land. I believe it with all my heart. It 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 uh, from the founding fathers, how people came here. It's it's the promised land. And uh, uh, in these ancient writings, I've, I have, it talks about uh, if we serve the God of this land, we shall never be held, we shall never be captive by anybody. No man, no country, nobody will will captivate us, uh, we will have our freedoms, and we'll uh, grow and prosper. But when we, when we choose not to worship the God of this land, who is Jesus Christ, we shall be swept off. And uh, I just see what's happening in the world today, and I'm, gonna, I, I'm saying to myself, I don't want to be one of the reasons why we all get swept off. <laughs> I want to do my part. <laughs> right. I'm going to try, try to be that good boy, and, uh, you know... Uh, but I'm, I'm convinced it's right because there's, you know, all you have to do is look at what's going on out there. And uh, we, there has to be uh, uh, a force for the good. We can do our part, right? Well, you know, and God bless. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I feel that's happening. You know, I, I think more and more. It just, is. Yeah, I think there's a shift happening. I think we're not, you're not alone. Well, I'm not alone, I think. But I think what's happened is I think people have to like the real war is within one's soul, right? And it has to start. Yes. Th- it has to start there. So I think it it, it's having people look in the mirror and saying, am I, what, what world do I want to be a part of? What, yep. y- you know, who am I? Who, and who am who I? Am I? Who am I? Yep. And what, yep. Do, wh- how do I want to live my life daily? And how, how can I help? How can I bring the God that's in me connected with the God and that other person across the street who maybe, you know, for whatever reason, could be someone who's crossed you or whatever. Those are usually the big tests. But at the end of yeah. the, in the in, at the end of the day, each one, each man, each woman has to go into their own soul and their own spirit and say, who am I? And then I think yeah. that's where it all begins. And I think from the beginning of our conversation is, you know, you have to, you have to like, Am I, am I stuffing myself with food, with bad food? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if I can't take care of myself, if I don't have self-love for myself, and sometimes that in our world, we think that's sometimes selfish. You know, we, 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 we knock ourselves, we, we, we knock our own selves down <laughs> so we can't shine our light. Mm-hmm. But if you can't have that self-love and that self-compassion, that self-forgiveness from yourself when let's say I wasn't that good boy, but if you come on the bath and you just say, I'm constantly working on this, I'm constantly working on this, and I'm going to my main man, JC, or God, and I'm working mm-hmm. on that relationship, 
and you get to a place of just surrendering and letting go, then God is going to use you, Denley, me, or John, or anybody else for the highest good. Yeah, yeah. To, we make, can be, to make this world a better place. Yeah, yeah. We can be an instrument uh, for the good, absolutely. That, otherwise, you know, really, what are we doing here on this planet? If we're not, if we're not uh, accomplishing, improving ourselves, and doing good, we're really maybe uh, not doing any good on this planet, maybe they won't let us stay here <laughs> for very long. You know, maybe uh, say, well, we don't need him anymore. He's not doing his part. <laughs> right, right, right. You know? Boom, you're done. You know, next. Bam, so, yeah, right. yeah, you're out of here. <laughs> and, I, and I think yeah. that's what's great. And I think what you said is very important because I, if there's one thing I'm, I'm hoping, I mean, here that the listeners can do, we have the ability to change on a dime, don't we? And, yes, I like that. You know, yes. we can change right now. That listener that's listening saying, wow, I, I got to change. Well, the one thing that we talk about is great with great humility is ask for help. And you can do that by yourself with God and say, God, I want change. And boom, yeah. you're, you're already putting it in motion. Because when we leave here, if something happens to me tomorrow, and we talked, and John and I have talked about this, is something happens to me tomorrow, I want to make sure that my my me personally and my soul has no regrets because yeah. you yeah. know that's all we can control some of us will live to 40 some of us to 80 or 120 but if we live the life of a loving human being and loving ourselves self-love so then we can love people unconditionally then living the yeah. day-to-day life we're having a joyful life on here instead of just kind of going through the motions mm-hmm. and it's up to us to do that we can't yeah uh, rely on anybody else to do it for us it's no. that's our time or yeah. the or the excuses we make or blame people or or circumstances yeah, exactly right it's all us it's all on yeah, us absolutely it is yep man yeah, very good most spoken wow yep. what a great show john it was fantastic well denley we appreciate you coming on this has been great I don't. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to end on a good. I mean, you can't end on a better note. Yeah, that's the way to end it. So, <laughs> well, I've enjoyed it. It's been awesome, you guys. Yeah. you guys are awesome. I <laughs> hope to uh, get a chance to meet you sometime. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that that will happen. Let me put that out there. So, uh, if you want to know when our next guest is going to be on the Humble Warrior Podcast, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Warrior Pod, like the Humble Warrior Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube or subscribe to the Humble Warrior Podcast on iTunes. Thank you, Denley Falk, for being on the Humble Warrior Podcast. It was a pleasure to talk to you and have this great conversation. Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. And until next time, live brave. Join us next week for the next episode of the Humble Warrior Podcast. Subscribe to the Humble Warrior Podcast by visiting chrisforte.com.